Yo, Falcons fans, what's going on? Brotherhood, all that. How y'all doing, man? Uh, yeah, I know the last time y'all heard me, my voice was a little down. I was a little down. Um, my mood goes as the Falcons go, so uh, obviously they had a bad game, so the podcast was a little bad uh, as far as the tone, you know what I mean? So uh, now we're on the other side of the week, um, Friday, about to hit Saturday, Uh Last week is over with. Week one is over with. Um, we're done. Um, I don't like to bring up certain things because they did disappoint me. But uh, I hope y'all remember when we went to the Super Bowl, uh, we lost to the Bucks the first game pretty bad. Uh, James Winston threw. I was at that game. So I remember James Winston coming out of halftime. It was close. And then he bombed the same dude like twice. Uh, so that, that game was ugly. And then uh, we turned it around. So obviously... We can turn it around. Uh, have we? Will we? I don't know. I'm just here to let y'all know what to look for. Um, so, obviously, a couple of things. It's a copycat league. Um, so, how we were attacked last week, they will obviously, they not even, no questions about it. They will come out and attack us the same way because we didn't stop the run. We didn't stop the outside run. Uh, we didn't stop the run, period. Um, so, that's what they're going to do. Um Things that we can focus on, uh, obviously the penalties, I think, is something that uh, is is a fix. That's like, is a quick fix. It's hard, to, it's, it's hard to say it's a quick fix, but I think it's something that we can fix. If it was an emphasis in practice, like no penalties, let's not get no penalties. Everybody think, use their head, let's be smart. Um, penalties hurt us on top of bad play last uh, week, so... Um, if they cancel out most of the penalties, I think we would have a better shot on offense. Um, I still, deep down in my heart, believe there's no way in the world that we are really that sorry. The showing that we had last Sunday, I, there's no way in the world we're that sorry. So um, I'm expecting us to come out, be real fast and physical, uh, play with a chip on our shoulder because everybody thinks we got a sorry defense again um, and whatnot, um, and uh, not get bullied. Um, a couple things that I would like to see from us before I start talking about Philly. Um, I would like to see us moving pieces around um, to throw different things at us. So, like I said last week, uh, Demonte Casey, um, I should the game should we should see him at nickel corner, outside corner, and both uh, free safety and strong safety. He should he can play all those positions because he did last year. Um, and just to kind of throw them off personnel-wise, the Eagles, um, that's the stuff that I like. I would want to see from Dan Quinn to just move that move that piece around. Move. Uh, let's get some Keanu Neal working in at linebacker so we can get Demonte Casey on the field. Whatever the case is, um, let's just throw some some stuff at him. Like I said, uh, I still think a good idea because the inside um, the inside of the line did pretty good with Grady Jarrett. And a few of his uh, pieces around him, I can't remember the names, Allen and um, Jack, um, is to put Tack and Vic on the same side. I, I kind of still want to see that happen. I still want to see them on the same side, stunting, which means doing tricks, I guess, like coming off the ball and going one way, the other goes one way, they pick on one player. I kind of still want to see that just to, uh, to dial up some pressure. I want to see a lot of blitzes. Uh, coming from the corners, linebackers. I just want to see a lot of different stuff that we just, as a Falcons defense, we just don't use to seeing. We're used to seeing them line up, 
something basic, play man or play some basic zone and just try to out-physical the other team. But as we saw last week, that's just not going to work. We're going to have to scheme. We got to do some stuff. Um, that's defense. Uh, offense. Offense, they disappointed me. Um, I would like to see them stick with the run um, until halftime. Like, put an emphasis on us running the ball like we've never had before. Run the ball, run the ball. Uh, last week, we couldn't uh, really run the ball like we wanted to. Matt Ryan threw 46 times. That's really a whole bunch. Even if you're a great quarterback, um, that's still, like, too much uh, pressure. Nobody throws that many times. So, uh, like I said, just run the ball. We got. Uh, I didn't see our rookie big uh, running back last week. I didn't see Brian Hill. I just saw Ito and uh, Devontae Freeman. And Devontae Freeman got like eight touches and got outran by Matt Ryan. So uh, I've been on the wave for the longest that we should have got rid of Devontae Freeman. I didn't think he was the better back between him and Tevin Coleman. I don't think he should have stayed. Um, and it's kind of showing now uh, because last week how he, uh, like I, if you ever heard me talk about him, one thing I don't like is uh, he can't block. He doesn't pick up blitzes. And he does not hit the hole like Tevin Coleman did. Tevin Coleman would see the hole, hit it, get what he can get. Uh, Devontae Freeman kind of bounces uh, behind the line of scrimmage. He plays a little bit, then tries to make a hole or whatever the case may be. So that's why he doesn't get a lot of yardage. Um, it's exciting for big plays, but if you play a, a, a disciplined defense, that won't work. Uh, the only time that'll work is when you play an undisciplined defense and one guy shoots out the gap because he thinks you're going to hit this hole, and then you shoot the gap that he uh, was supposed to be in. Um, as you saw, the Vikings, they were disciplined. I think Philadelphia with Fletcher Cox in the middle, um, Kendricks, they got a lot, a lot of people. They are very disciplined defense. Um, defensive line, they're big. So uh, uh, emphasis on running the ball to keep the, the linemen, the D linemen, uh, honest and true, which means – we don't need to throw 46 times because as a defense, they know, okay, D-line, pin your ears back. He's dropping back. I want to keep it balanced to where they don't know what's going to happen in the next play. So they give you a different rush every play. You know what I mean? Um, I would like to see – I don't want to see Calvin Ridley, uh, Muhammad Sanu, and uh, Julio on the sidelines again. Uh Two of the names I uh, just named, should both two of two of those names should not be on the sidelines at the same time. If you see that, that's just terrible coaching. Um, that's just ridiculous. Like those guys should be on the field. They're the best eleven. Hooper as well. Um, they need to be on the field at all times. Uh, one thing I would like to see them do is when you run the ball more, it allows the game to come to you. If you don't have any penalties, so you don't. Uh, you're not behind schedule on first down because you have the five yards back or whatever the case is. Uh, when you run the ball, you let the game come to you. As in, you don't dial up shots just because, okay, let's take a shot here. I want to take a shot here. No, you run the ball, you run the ball, the defense is going to show you, and then the game comes to you. So it's like, okay, now we ran the ball, and now it's second and, th second and three. Let's take a shot here because if we don't make it, it's going to be third and three. Let's, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Look, like, let's just – let the game come to us very, very slow. Let's not be aggressive coming out. Let's just be slow and play football. Let's be in a game. Let's actually uh, make changes and coach and stuff like that. I want to see that. Um, 
Philly is offense is better. I think Philly is actually a little bit better than the Vikings. Um, so uh, I say that because their offense is a little bit more diverse. They got Deshaun Jackson back. He's the deep threat. Uh, they got Hurts, who's a great tight end. He's one of the best of them. Uh, Joseph Ajahi at running back. Um, the line is pretty good. Alshon Jeffrey, so they got that tall threat and red zone threat. I mean, they're really well balanced. Like They really are pretty good. So this is really going to be a test, man. Um, it's going to be a big test. Uh, do I think we can win? Yes. Yes, of course we can win. It's in our house. I think we're going to have to play perfect ball. Matt Ryan uh, is probably going to um, play perfect. Julio is going to give me what Julio is going to give me. Uh, I think receiving-wise, I think because Julio causes so much attention, Calvin Ridley is going to have to be our number one uh, uh, one number one option uh, just because Julio is going to demand at least maybe three people, two people, two people at the least, three people probably. So uh, Calvin Ridley is going to be in one-on-one situations. He's got to get open. He's got to make big plays. He's got to uh, get run out to the catch. He's got to hurt him. Like, uh, he's got to hurt him. Two other people other than Julio has got to hurt him. Because if you run the ball and let a running back hurt you, Whichever one, if it's Edo, Brian Hill, whoever the case is, run all of them guys uh, Sunday. See who's got the hot hand. They're they're hurting the defense. Calvin Ridley's hurting the defense. Now they're going to have to change the games coming to you. And when you take that shot, you take the shot with Julio. So now you can you you have Julio in the game. You don't force him in the game by forcing him to throw, like forcing the ball to him. You let the game come to you real slow. Boom, this is a perfect opportunity because they don't got the guy over top. Let's take a shot with Julio. Boom. They're scared of Ridley now. So, let, you know what I'm saying? Just let the game come to us real slow. So I want this to be a real slow game. Um, if they do hurry up because we're pretty successful in hurry up, I'm, I won't be mad. Uh, that's just that's the same thing, just running the plays faster. I still would like the game to come slow as far as uh, the play calling and stuff like that. Like, stick with the run, stick with the run, stick with the run. Until halftime. When you come out of halftime, it should be a whole nother different game plan, whole nother feel to the game. Um, everybody will probably be in their playbook more. The first half, you won't be in your playbook as much. Uh, but that's what I expect. Um, defense got to show me something. Defense got to be aggressive. He's got to call blitz. They got to get off from third down. Um, all in all, man, we pretty much know what we need to do. Um, there's no, no sugarcoating it. We just got to be physical. And uh, I will be okay. I'm going to go on record and saying because uh, we still have so much football left, I will be okay with losing this game starting 0-2, but they show me fight with Philadelphia. Because we just went – Philadelphia and Vikings are top 10 teams in the league. I think they're top five. I think they're top seven. Like, whatever the case is, they're, they're pretty great teams. So we're not playing uh, – Slaps. We're not playing soccer. We're not playing Miami. You know what I mean? We're playing great teams. So I'm okay with starting off 0-2 and fixing it later on in the road, like later down on the road, like while we're playing games, if this game is competitive. If this game is not competitive, man, I'm going to be highly – like I'm going to be mad, dog. Like I'm going to just be very disappointed in them and the coaches. I think it will be time. If that's the case and they don't look prepared and we lose how we lose, I think it would be time to uh, fire Dan Quinn. Um, especially because uh, we were so excited about all this brain that was hired to the coaching staff, uh, and to see the guys get out coached, to see the team get out coached, uh, out prepared, um, out muscled, which is 
a part of conditioning and, and strength. So that's still a coaching thing. Like, just to see that, that was just terrible. So I don't want to see that again. I want to see them fight. Um, uh, actually, you know, this is a must win. Just because we haven't beat Philadelphia the last two times we've seen them, three maybe. Like, um, their defense has always shut us down. It's time. This is the game to to get back at them, man. To let loose. Let's put up a lot of points. Let's fly around. Let's have fun. We're back in the dome. Uh, let's put on a show for the fans and be one and one. And we're one and one. We go into the next week. We play the Colts after that. I think we can win. We're two and one. You know what I mean? So now stuff's starting to look good if we play how we're supposed to play. So uh, if you're a common fan and you don't know necessarily look at football, um, here's the things to look at. When you're watching offense, don't look at the receivers. Um, the ball, the camera will follow the ball. So don't look at Julio and then you miss what's going on because if you don't see Matt, you're like, man, Matt didn't get that ball to Julio. When you're watching offense, Look at the line. Look at the center. Don't follow the ball. The ball. The camera's going to follow the ball naturally. So you watch the center, the guards. You watch the line. See how they're doing. They will determine the game. If they're getting beat up, like if you're watching the game and you see the linemen, they're getting beat up, they're on the floor, they're holding penalties, all this, it's like, okay, this game ain't going too good. Just know this game ain't going too good. Um, but if you see they're okay, Matt's got a good pocket, everything's okay, he's stepping up. We got a chance. The same on uh, the same on the opposite end. Um, the D line is gonna have to cause pressure. Like when you're watching defense, I will say you can watch Deion Jones. He's probably the most exciting player on the field because he moves around real fast and uh, he follows the ball as well. Um, but if you want to watch the line on defense, on defense you can kind of watch whoever you want to watch because. It's defense, so you know what I mean? You can watch your best player. The line's kind of boring to watch, especially not doing anything. But uh, I just hope Grady Jarrett causes havoc in the middle. Um, tack, and they got to give me a sack. They got to give me three sacks Saturday. Um, and one of them being, one of them got to give me a sack on third down, a key sack. Like, you know what I'm saying? I need one of those games. Like, defense stepped up, did their thing. Offense did their thing. It's got to be one of those games. So um, I'm expecting the winning team to have around 24 points, over 24. Whoever has over 24 points will win. I don't think more than 24 points will win this game. I mean, less than 24 points will win this game, and I don't think it will be a high-scoring, high-flying 30 to 40-something or 30. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be like 24 to 17 uh, loser has that many amount of points, so let's just hold them field goals. Let's not let them score easy. Um, let's let's see what we can do, man. Uh, yeah, that's so that's the podcast for Friday. Obviously, tomorrow's college football, so I'll probably still uh, talk about. Um, I'll still talk about the Falcons again, a little more in depth, I guess. Once I watch some more clips of the last games. Um, my expectations, I'll talk about my expectations for player by player um, and not just as the team and what uh, you should look out for coaching-wise. I'll probably talk more about Dan Quinn and how you can look at a, a team and see if they're prepared or not, what will show you. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going to be coming to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Like I said, um, give me feedback. If you haven't, I'm always kind of push this episode. Uh, go back and look at At the Table episode. It has uh, the wrong date. I think it says like March 17th and it says it's like an hour episode. It's only 30 minutes. Um, I would like for everybody to go check that out. It's an interview with Kai Anderson. 
uh, Georgia State player after they beat Tennessee. Um, show all your friends that one. Uh, I think that was like one of my best ones. So uh, if you're like, yeah, listen to the podcast, Dalen, this is kind of what he's about. Uh, round it up. Um, like I said, uh, I don't know if I told you all this, but I'll probably, because that episode was so good and it touched on so many different things, I definitely am going to expand this podcast past the Falcons. Um, so like in between weeks, like like this week I was working 